Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Georgian trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Engvall. Today I'm with my guy, Mike Guillory. Talk some releases. What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I ain't got no complaints on this side. Just, uh, just keeping pushing. That's been the motto for, for a, f- a few uh a few months now, I guess. It's all just, 2020 at this point. Yeah, just keep it, keep it moving. Nothing else you can really do. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Seems, seems like uh, it's a new craziness every day that you've got to just, uh, I don't know. Because witness? Because a lot of times we're just like, huh, this is happening. Cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's getting crazier and crazier, though. So, I mean... Uh, who knows, man? I guess I guess that's that's really like why I'm excited to just talk about sneakers. Even if I'm probably not going to buy a whole lot of them, at least I don't have to think about anything else right now. Exactly. For the next, for the next hour or so, right? It's like so, a little escape from yeah. all the nonsense that happens. Exactly. Let's get right into what you're rocking and copping this week. Yeah, man. Uh, today, I actually broke out the Adidas, the 4D Consortium Runner V. Two has 30 different names to it, but I've been trying to wear it more just to, to break in the 4D because everyone says the more you wear it, the more comfortable it gets. Not not exactly boost-like, but it does get more comfortable. So been wearing it. It actually become a way more wearable shoe to me. It's, I guess, I don't know if it kind of forms to like the way you walk, whatever it may be, but it's become a very nice shoe to add to the rotation. Um, but when it comes to copping, there are two on my list. Um, and that is going to be the, the the five rings Kobe five that comes out the fifteenth. Um, this one is not a a draw on sneakers, so I'm prepared to take the massive L because the bots are just primed and ready to go probably. And then the second shoe is, I mean, it's probably a repeat from last week. I think we mentioned it, but the uh, any of the three Reeboks from the uh, October packs. I'm more leaning towards the kamikaze or the question, but they're just, I like a good Halloween shoot, shoot every now and then. How about you, man? Um, I feel you, man. The, uh, the 40 has been an interesting one for me. I've worn it a lot for, you know, a couple weeks at a time. Uh, I do think it breaks in really nicely. It's not quite as soft as boost, but I still think it's a really comfortable shoe. Um, but I'm actually curious because I haven't worn them for about a month. So I'm kind of curious to throw them back on now and see if it feels like back to normal. 
mm-hmm. uh, or back to the start again. <sighs> so I'm, I'm definitely curious on that, but I think, I think you'll find that as you wear it more and more, it, it, it will break in and get a little bit more comfortable with everywhere. Um, but as far as what I've been wearing, um, I wore the, uh, deer and Fox air max one swipe oh, air max one today. Nice. Um, underrated. Definitely underrated. One of the few shoes that I have that's two different colors, uh, one shoe being one color and the other being a different color. Mm-hmm. And I've never really been a huge fan of that, but I'm also like trying to support the Kings and De'Aaron and. So like I'm kind of overlooking that, even though it, it sometimes I look down and I'm like, shit, do I have two different shoes on? <laughs> uh, but it's also one of those shoes that has like a very, it has like a like that furry kind of overlay type on the top uh, top overlay around the laces, and I'm not usually a big fan of that, but I do like the way they look. The colors and the mm-hmm. contrast and the materials is really dope, and I think if anything, it's one of those shoes that's helping me you know, at my grumpy old men age, uh, <laughs> expand my horizons, if you will. So, so, so that's, that's what I was rocking. Um, what I'm looking at copping. Uh, I mean, I, I was really hoping to get those, uh, the chlorophyll SB trainers. Uh, Dude, I, didn't I, they dropped. I, I, I guess I wasn't even paying attention. I thought it was this coming week. But apparently everything got released last week. And was it on sneakers? Uh, I didn't see it on sneakers. I just saw it on a couple of the SB or not SB, a couple of skate shops that I follow on Instagram. Same. Ah. Um, so, so that was kind of disappointing. But, you know, like you said, I mean, like I said in our text earlier today, I'm just I'm just getting used to, you know, not even caring when I don't get something anymore so yeah um, kind of like the uh the the kobe's right like i for sure would love to have those i'll try i'll enter the draw i'll do all that stuff but i'll just draw this time unless they change it so oh i'm just gonna straight take the l yeah. I, don't even, I don't even gotta wait for it <laughs> immediate l so i have no shame because i literally i will get on the text thread with my family i was like all right look guys i know you guys think i have a problem but I need your uh, I need your apps to be ready on October fifteenth. Uh, here's the text message. Just go ahead and just uh, just go ahead and put a reminder in there for me. Size ten. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to know if there's been uh, what the success rate of people in our Discord has been because I do feel like there's been a lot of like people actually getting cops in there that I just automatically assume nobody actually got. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gotta get gotta I don't know. Got to give them props somehow, some way. Yeah, but. man. Oh, well, before we before we get out of rocking and copping, and I can't believe we didn't start with this. But I mean, you, uh, Robbie, who couldn't make it today, but we'll catch him next time. And myself all received a dope uh, a dope pair of shoes from one of our Discord uh, Discord members, listeners, Greg, and he got he, he hooked us up with these. Looks like Nike Bayou blazers, and I haven't, I haven't had a blazer in so long. I didn't realize how nice the leather is and stuff on it, and he customized boxes for us. And I just want to say thanks, man. I mean, I took some pictures of him, put them on, put them on Instagram uh, this weekend. But I just want to give him a shout out while we're on air. Huh? Yeah, for sure, man. It's it's 
it's crazy. Like the details that he like hang tags, like the everything, the, the extras, the uh, the the bags. Um, it's really the custom box. Like I mean, it's really just. I, I was. I'm still speechless. I mean, too, I, I messaged him and I was just like, dude. This is going to be the start of the sneaker history YouTube channel. I'm just going to, I have to, right? Like, you got to. Like, I, I'm going to just start, you know, throwing reviews up on there because I was just so excited to, to, to get them. So, hopefully, by the time you listen to this episode, you can go to the sneaker history YouTube channel and, uh, and see them. But obviously, Mike's pictures too made them look phenomenal. But it's, it's unbelievable, Greg. Yeah. I'm just so grateful. Like, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, I really am just speechless. It's one of those things where I would have never expected that. And even if I was expecting it, the level of detail <laughs> and, and how far you went with it is so phenomenal. So we'll, we'll definitely get some pictures up on the sneaker history Instagram too, by the time you're looking, listening to this episode. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's actually really cool too. Like, I think the discord has just become more and more fun because, you know, you got people looking, looking to make their own customs. You got people, you know, selling, I mean, just selling for like normal prices, right. Where you're mm -hmm. not getting gouged because you're on, you know, StockX or goat or eBay or whatever. And it's just been really fun. And I'm, I'm really trying to be more active in there too. And, um, I, I'm trying to get some more car conversations. So if you're into cars, um, definitely check out the cars, uh, server. I, I guess it's like, channel on the Board? server yeah i guess i don't yeah. know what you want to call it whatever it is yeah go check it out the mark easily to navigate yeah but definitely really cool uh i guess related to this week's review comes from uh jazz trumpet five says six stars my favorite podcast one of the coolest things in entertainment is feeling like you've gone on a journey with your favorite creators. And from the very first episode to crowning Peanut as the clear-cut Eminem champ, Sneaker History has become my favorite podcast. The early days of the guys getting their audio quality chops up are long gone, and that's a testament to their dedication to craft. Moreover, Mike, Robbie, and Nick are genuinely likable, funny, personable people who love sneakers and share that passion with all of us listeners. The Discord is a great hang, too. Thanks, guys, for what you're doing. It's a weekly highlight. Robbie, save me that bag of M&Ms and buy Nick a burrito. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we appreciate the review, man. It's 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 super dope, and and you know, I I can speak for Mike and Robbie. Uh, the feeling is absolutely one hundred percent mutual with the support that you guys have given us and the conversations we've been able to have in disc in the Discord. And uh, I mean, it's just phenomenal to to be able to build this community. And you know, I hope that we can continue to just keep getting more and more like-minded people because I, I hate to just keep harping on the discord, but this morning there was a, uh, basically people asking about, you know, uh, particular thoughts on thoughts on a particular shoe. And there was a handful of replies that said something along the lines of like, you know, if you, if you like it, buy it, you know, no, no worries. No, nobody's hating on you. And I don't understand how people would hate on somebody for buying a shoe they like anyway. And that's exactly why I started sneaker history. Like I don't have hatred for any types of shoes. Of course, I'm going to have fun with people and razz them and be like, yeah, I can't believe you're wearing Yeezys, but <laughs> whatever. Like I also love the designs of Yeezys, you know, like I think that that, that part of sneakers 
outside of the community that we're trying to build seems to just be so toxic and it's not shots at anybody else that's creating content or talking about sneakers. It's just exhausting for me as somebody who really cares about this stuff, but more importantly cares about the people that are wearing those shoes. And, you know, we all have those stories. You know, a lot of us have similar stories around a pair of Jordans or a pair of Nikes, but you know, like, I mean, Adidas re-releasing the original artillery high this month is a sign that a lot of people relate to a lot of different stories dating way back into sneaker culture and, and beyond sneaker culture, right into hip hop culture and basketball culture and all these, all these worlds that kind of crash together around sneakers. And I just think that we could just be a positive place for that. And it's really been awesome to have people support and see that vision and keep it positive, you know, and, and no harm in like giving each other a hard time sometimes, but at the end of the day, it's just sneakers and we're just having a good time with it. We're distracting ourselves from plenty of other negative shit that's out there. So jazz Trump of five, thank you for the review. We definitely appreciate it. We appreciate your support, man. Definitely. Definitely. Keep those reviews coming. You guys, I think every time I look up, there's a new one now. We still haven't got through like the last seven that you guys have put up since the Eminem conversation. So Man, we appreciate that. So we're really going to just talk about October releases um, on this episode. And I guess before we get into that, I want to I wanted to read this story uh, from Footwear News, not read it, but just tell you about the story <laughs> from Footwear News. Uh, essentially, is caring is selling more of its stake in Puma. Caring is kind of a, uh, I guess, a luxury conglomerate, if you mm-hmm. will, they kind of own a bunch of different brand or, you know, own pieces of a bunch of different luxury brands primarily, but they, um, at some point had, you know, thir- nearly 30% stake of Puma, I believe. Yes, um, right. And now they're, they're dropping down, looks like down to around 10%. Um, exactly. Yeah. I don't know, you get a 0.8%, but hey, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of interesting timing, you know, if you're a Twitter user or a sneakerhead, you've probably heard about Kanye's rants on Twitter over the past few weeks saying that he's going to bring Puma and Adidas together. And the first thing he's going to do as a, as the head of Adidas, which hasn't been confirmed by anyone, but his Twitter account, (laughs) uh, the first thing he's going to do is have a collaboration between Nike and Adidas. Uh, Oh, I forgot. He also trashed, he also trashed all, he said all Puma designs are trash and he's going to take over the design for Puma shoes. (laughs) Then a couple days later, (laughs) a couple days later, he retracted that because he probably talked to, you know, any of the, many people from the Rockefeller family that actually work with Puma and design shoes and marketing and all that. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah. And he's bringing J- Jay and him are going to get back together again too. Right. So, too. <laughs> yeah. so anyway, the first thought that I had when I saw this was, Oh cool. Connie can buy some of Puma and, you know, start to make this dream a reality. I'm just kidding. I don't think that's actually going to happen, but it would be funny if Kanye, not funny. It would be actually a baller move if he actually bought a bunch of steak in Puma and started to actually own the companies that he's talking about. Um, I know he's a big deal for Adidas and I'm not trying to downplay his impact on sneakers or music or culture, or art, all of it. He's, 
incredibly talented person and an, an incredibly creative person. But it's very interesting when you see the Twitter personality of him versus the, you know, more versus the side of him that makes him successful, I should say, right? There's two different people there almost to me. And it's, it's, you know, it seems very clear, but it's really interesting. Uh, you know, and Mike pointed out in the article, you know, they're just kind of looking to free up some cash, which probably speaks to their, you know, dealing with COVID and all of the kind of drop off in sales they might've experienced because, I think I'm trying to think when did I see this? I thought I saw something about Puma's share of Puma's sales down, but now I can't think of where I saw that. Which is crazy because we were God, I guess it was was it before COVID? I think I it mean, was, yeah, it was, pre-COVID or right at the beginning of it, right? Well, it was pre-COVID. Remember we were talking Puma actually had the best sales year or best sales quarter that they would seen in, in some time. I can't remember. Yes. I, I want to say it was in within 2020 confines again, before, before COVID really took effect that they were seeing a, a huge increase. And that's when everything really started rolling with the, they got more athletes in their basketball shoes. Uh, I want, it might've been around the all-star time, honestly, because we, it was a, uh, one of our news segments, like Puma has seen basically one of the best growth years in sales and it's crazy. I mean, I don't know if they're down again. Maybe they're looking free of cash or projects or having to pay. Uh, Neymar may have, uh, you know, emptied some pocketbooks. But <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I just I'm more interested to see what's, what's happening because to go to go from where they were to if they're having to move cash around just shows this thing's really affecting a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually I'm actually reading this. I I think I misread this. Okay, so Caring's actually Caring the the company that you know has invested in Puma is mm-hmm. actually looking to sell the stock to you know strengthen its financial structure. So the oh, money part of it is, is a Puma move, <laughs> or sorry, the money part is a Caring move, not a Puma move. So that makes sense. There we um, go. You know, because like like you said, Puma. Ha- I mean, th- they were on like such a uh, you know, upward trajectory for the last, seems like the last year plus, mm-hmm. but then like we talked about just a few episodes ago, right. And as you mentioned, Neymar and, you know, uh, who, who, who else was it that we just saw that they signed? Oh, why my brain just freeze. Oh, I mean, Lamello, J. Cole. Lamello, Lamello ball. Was it? Did I just make that? I want to fact check myself because I want to say, yeah, he was, uh, I mean, clearly he's not getting a dollar that Neymar is, but I want to say LaMelo Ball went to Puma. Oh, yeah. Uh, late August. Yep. Yeah. That it? Yeah. All right. Cool. Because like, I knew it was something like basketball related. So, yeah. So, I mean, they clearly are, they're in the signing game right now. <laughs> there is a, they're not sparing any expense. They're doing their thing. I mean, they're. It, I can see they're. Uh, I guess they're probably prepping for holiday season because after this last um, collection they, uh, we talked about not too long ago, they've uh, kind of gone. I don't say cold, but they look like they're, they're in prep mode for whatever they can put out for Christmas because I'm sure there's a bunch of Neymar product that's going to hit 
you know, into this quarter's Q1 of 2021. Uh, there's going to be a lot of basketball product. They're probably having to retool all-star things because uh, we don't know when the season's starting. So I feel like they're in planning mode right now. And that last last collaboration would be kind of one it capped off until probably Christmas, in my opinion. I don't know for sure, but just from the outside looking in, it feels like that's what's happening. Yeah, I mean, the last statement I saw from the NBA said that the earliest they would start would be Christmas. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine that All-Star Weekend would be... February, it can't be. I mean, unless... Yeah, unless it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, they could, they could pull it off, but I think it would be really difficult to... I, I just don't think we'll be fully through all of the, you know, safety restrictions that are going to be in place. So it's kind of like one of those things why bother if you could push it if nothing's going to be normal you might as well do it when it's when it makes sense right yeah so. i definitely was looking forward to going to uh was it indianapolis this year yeah yeah definitely i mean uh a lot of friends there obviously finish line headquarters is there so i would love to to make that trip but um we'll have to see how it all plays out Mask up, everybody mask up so we can go places. <laughs> Seriously, like it, it's crazy because if we just if, if all of us wore masks for two months or even 30 days, we'd probably get a, we'd probably be so damn close, you know. Of course. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's neither here or there, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what what releases you want to talk about? Yeah, man, we got a little bit of everything. I mean, I feel like it was beginning of the month. Feel like a good time to start talking about it. I mean, I guess we'll start with uh, just everything but Jordan. So we'll just talk about little Nike, little Adidas, little everybody else right now, and we'll do Nike or uh, Jordan at the end because I mean, we all, we all kind of have a, a deal with releases, and Jordan always switches it up. And I feel like there's other things besides Jordan, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think we're going to see a lot more Jordans by the end of the month, anyway. Too. Oh yeah, because they're always pulling out their butt. I'm like, where did this one even come from? Like, who, yeah. who asked for this? Yep. Well, let's see. We got coming up was today is I have no idea what today is. Is it the fourth? Today fifth. The fifth. All right. So we're you guys will listen a few days later. So you probably have already seen the A6 Joe Light 3 that comes out on the 6th, which is Tuesday. Looks like just an OG color, just a purple, white, orange. I mean, nothing special. Look, doesn't look like a collaboration. So Probably one that you'll be able to to snag at a discount, you know, after the ASIC heads get there. So it's kind of crazy. I actually picked up the last release of that shoe, uh, man, a long time ago. Maybe it wasn't the last release, but this is probably like two thousand eight or nine or something. Uh, for thirty bucks at Nordstrom Rack. I so, believe it. I mean, the thing is, ASIC's got a lot of good silhouettes. Mm-hmm. But there's not enough demand for a lot of them, and people only care about the like super hyped up stuff. So if you're yeah. if if you like sneakers and you don't have some Asics in your collection, definitely give a pair a shot. I mean, the Gel Light Three is funky. I love the way it looks, but I don't like the way it looks on my feet, um, mainly because I'm kind of in between like a a twelve and a half and a thirteen. So. On that particular shoe, the tongues, the split tongue sits really funny on my foot, and I just don't like the the visual of it. Um, I would take a Gelite Five or a Kayano. A lot mm-hmm. of the other shoes with a regular traditional tongue, I think they just look 
significantly better on my feet, but yeah. they're super comfy and, and usually you can score them for a pretty good price. Yeah, man. I mean, I had a couple pairs of Joe light threes. They're cool. Um, I've, I've liked other models better. Uh, I'd really like the, the gel Mai's you sent my way. I have my first pair I've ever had. I'm like, dude, these are different, but they are they're super comfortable, super versatile. Uh, I'm a fan of gel light five, but one has been really piquing my interest, uh, besides the Keanos, are the Gel Nandi 360s. That is such mm-hmm. an underrated shoe. Because I think the price point's too high on it. It's like 200 plus sometimes, but they drop in price pretty frequently. I mean, you can find pairs that are like 100 bucks. Uh, keep an eye on Kith when they do sales because they start giving away stuff, basically. And yeah, man, I think there's a Nandi boot as well that just came out for like winter fall and it's like 110 bucks on on uh east bay super dope but yeah there's different stuff out there check them out yeah and and definitely harass mike so he can do a review on those gel mines because i haven't seen that hit the youtube I know, channel man, I've, I've been so behind <laughs> i got that literally have like a like a, a laundry list i'm like all right i gotta go do all these and hey, we, I actually get, there's, there's another pair headed your way shortly too. So, uh, from, from my buddy at prospect, Justin's, uh, I oh, think it's sitting here. yeah. So keep an eye out for that one. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to have them stacked up. You're going to be backed up on all these reviews, man. Oh yeah. I'm just going to start doing, uh, I'm going to call Jock like, yo, how do you schedule yourself? Cause this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> the last one killed it though, man. I mean, you're already like, what Dude. maybe a week in and a thousand views yeah i was awesome. really surprised but I, I don't think there were many reviews on it which i'm like how do you not review this shoe like that that minion question literally was the epitome of a collaboration i we were so we went me and my wife and my sister-in-law went to go eat and i guess we're i was watching a college football game on the tv above us and i wasn't paying attention but i guess one of the managers came by it and my wife's like, you weren't paying attention. He looked he looked down. He went to the, the guy behind. He's like, dude, his shoes are legit fire. I was like, was, I'm like, she's like, you didn't say anything. I'm like, I didn't know he was talking to me, but apparently, dude, those things are a hit just because they're so out there. I love them, man. That's awesome, man. I, I do think that's a, a really well done collab. I mean, yeah, but, um, what else? Let's see. I, I, I got, I got, I should jump in here too. Cause there's definitely a few that I'm oh, interested yeah. in. Um, I think that, I think one of the coolest things that I saw this month that I like to see, but I won't buy is the Atmos, uh, Instapump Fury. Like they're basically taking like the, the animal print idea that they've done on a lot of releases and throwing it, throwing it onto a Citroen, you know, Pump mm-hmm. Fury, which is that black, bright yellowish green or greenish yellow and red uh, with a kind of like giraffe print, I guess, on the, on I the saw those, yeah. tongue. Uh, oh, Jaguar print, according to... Uh, <laughs> Get it right. It's Jaguar yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It looks like you should wear it to the zoo and then protect your neck, basically. <laughs> But make sure the line don't get you, man. <laughs> right? But, I mean, it's cool to see Atmos and, and Reebok collaborating again. There's been some good ones over the years. This one's just not for me, but I, I like I like the Fury, and I like seeing Atmos do stuff with other brands besides Nike because I think a lot of people forget that 
a lot of people work with Nike so closely that they forget that there's a lot of other good shoes out there. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see them, you know, kind of taking on a, a more unique silhouette. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on it. I, I like it. I think I wouldn't wear it though. I'm not a big animal print guy. Um, that would be one of the ones like Robbie talks about having one sit on his mantle, just kind of staring at it. I think that would be it because I always I put on my was it the Citroen uh, Insta Pump Fury Boost all the time because that has it makes more sense. But those are cool. I, again, I like Atmos collaborating with them. They just did a collaboration with Adidas uh, last month with the ZX8000 in uh, that. I, uh, electric green and like neon yellow fur deal going on. Yeah. So I like what they're doing there. Um, but the instant pump fury I like is I'm going to butcher this name, but it comes out on the ninth. So it comes out, I guess this weekend, the Yoshioku boo. Yeah. It's a, it's a Japanese, I guess I want to say it's a streetwear brand. Um, God dang it. Now the, the links not want to pull up. But yeah, it's so basically it looks like his watercolor. So it gradients from like black to dark purple to like splatter uh, paint at the back. And then it's white with like a uh, bonsai tree and then some of the on the left shoe and then like some Japanese calligraphy on the right heel. So it's super dope. I just have completely destroyed the name. But if you listen to me wreck it, then go look at one of the sites. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's a. I think there's a there's a handful of releases, right? There's like a Pump Fury, Club C. Uh, yeah, Club C. I thought there might have been another one somewhere, but I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah, seeing it right it, now. Yeah, those are two I I kept my eyes on. I was like, these are both dope and both well done. Um, man, they're just clean, man. I mean, I think I would wear that one over the Atmos for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of. I, I mean. To me, this that's like a super wearable shoe, even without the story behind it. But then you see the story, you see the brand. Like I love the branding. I love the, especially on the heel, having like the the bonsai tree. Like it just, yeah, I would love to get my hands on these. But easily, easily wearable. Like I mean, oh, yeah. maybe that's just like a default for me. But I don't know. <laughs> um, one of the other shoes uh, that I'm actually pretty excited about seeing a few more colorways of is the Adidas Street Ball. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, there's like, there's a pack that's like a black and solar green. It's kind of like that, like neonish green yep. um, that has an Oswego, which is also a dope silhouette. If you haven't tried that shoe on, I highly suggest it. The Street Ball, I haven't tried the new version of, but the Oswego is a super comfortable shoe. Um, the ones that are coming out are, are a little unique because they have like the straps across the floor or midfoot, you know. Um, but I think like the Street Ball, the fact that they're bringing out more colorways of it, they're bringing out one that's kind of like a, a variation that has a um, half forum, half Street Ball. So it's kind of like got the forum ankle the higher cut ankle and the strap but then the bottom is like this boost street ball hybrid from back in the day um the thing's a tank i'm looking at right now you could stump a mud hole in like an alien i don't know what you're gonna do with that but this thing's crazy it's it's wild yeah i mean i just love that they're doing that and you know like not to like be pushing people to your youtube again but like the one of the first you know, one of the them, early videos you there. did, right? <laughs> well, one of the early videos that you did on the, on the, you know, the BYW 2.0s, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just think like 
there's so many Adidas silhouettes that look amazing on foot. This one, you know, you could like, you know, it's hit or miss for people, right? Because it yeah. is definitely pushing the envelope. But these are the kind of things that I think open up like just a whole new world to people that aren't normally paying attention to Adidas. And, you know, on top of it, another another release that I mean, I talked about the James Bond shoes on the last episode, I think. But mm-hmm. um, the Star Wars stuff that, that Adidas is coming out with this month is like amazing to me. So and and also just like out, definitely outside the box thinking, you know, stuff that you wouldn't typically see and things that you if you saw it on foot you'd be like damn what what's going on there like who what is that what like is that some sort of crazy collab or something that's the kind of stuff that i love seeing especially from adidas yeah and speaking of star wars they got the han solo zx 2k boost which is their latest boost i think it's actually a running model from what i've seen um dude this this thing's cool i mean it has is, is all black based black boost, but it has like that cream color, uh, the enclosure like that. Uh, oh my God. I can't think of like the plastic enclosure for the, the boost on a heel, the heel cup as well. And then outsoles that cream color. And they have like the, the, the brown belt, like I guess symbolizing like Han Solo's, like his, his gun holster, um, across the top of the shoe. This is dude, the, the Star Wars shoes, are awesome, and I think they're going back to that packaging again. I could be wrong; that could have just been promo stuff. But I saw the Lando Calrissians, and it came into like that that toy box type almost again. So they're doing that, plus coming up with these really thoughtful collaborations. You, you gotta buy them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what else we got here? So one of the one of the shoes that I think is dope, but I. I'm going to show my age and my uh, old man attitude right now. But like the trainer three is coming out in a black and red version. Like basically, you know, I, I get that it's that it's black and red and it's coming out around Halloween, but it's essentially got like Dracula teeth on the tongue label. So they're nicknamed the Draculas. Uh I don't. I don't think we need to nickname all these shoes. <laughs> we we don't need that. Go put that away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a dope looking shoe, but why? Why then? Why? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm just gonna let it go. I mean, I honestly, I'm not a big fan of when they go too hard with. So just when you talk about like the Reebok Halloweens, that's why I. I think I like when it comes to the three of them. I like the kamikaze in the question over Shaq Gnosis better because they're Halloween theme, but it's not in your face where the Shaq Gnosis has like the spider webs and stuff. Still dope. I feel like I only wear that one time a year as opposed to the other two models. I can wear more, but when you talk about that Nike, I literally can't wear that after Halloween. Like, I bought a $200 shoe and I'm going to wear this once every year. Like, you get to that point as like, is it just too gimmicky to wear more than one time, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's like this one without that tongue tag is a is a is a year round shoe easy right mm-hmm. the the fade on the swoosh the colors materials like i think there's bats on the heel or bats on the uh t- um mudguard or something i can't remember but um it, it, that's my issue with it right i'm not going to wear a dracula shoe 
outside of Halloween type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or that time of the year. And frankly, I just don't need to have, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've probably got Halloween shoes from a year, a previous year. So I don't know, maybe, maybe just people are just, Nike's just making shoes for one and dones, yep. throw them on Instagram, wear them and give them away, I guess. I don't know. It just seems, it seems like overkill, especially to have so many different releases. Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure the, if I'm not mistaken, there's another Air Force One, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Air Force One, but you know what? I was going. I always still like to watch YouTube videos just to you know make sure I'm doing it right. And I know most of, most of our listeners have probably been familiar with uh, Tony D Two Wild, and he made a huge, like, fantastic point. Why do why is Nike specifically? Why does Nike make Halloween shoes or holiday shoes and release them on like two days before the the two days before the actual holiday, where these are all something you have to get shipped to you? Yep. Uh, he made I was like, man, I never thought about that. And he's like, it's going to be November 1st by the time you get to wear them. And now you're stuck having to hold these till next year because you're not going to wear them. I mean, if I was a customizer on these Air Trainer 3s, I would probably replace it with like a Raptors tag or something. Do it have the purple yeah. in the sock liners? Like, oh, cool. I'll make this a Raptors shoe and take that, uh, the teeth off of it. Yep. Yeah, man, definitely. Actually, we should we should definitely have Tony on. I haven't. I need to hit him up and and get him on. So, um, nice. I'll, I'll do that uh, this week, and we'll we'll try to figure out. But before we move on to anything else, uh, I think you already talked. I think I saw it on your Instagram or something. But before we get into the Jordan releases, mm-hmm. the last one that's on my list that I want to that I'm paying attention for is the mountain research DMX trail shadow. That shoe is so fire, bro. I think they're already out. I think they have a date wrong in here or somebody released them early. I swore I saw them on bodega today. I was like, uh, are they supposed to be here? Cause I'm about to so if dude, they look so clean and like, you know, shout out to reboxing over like the promo picture so we can post them. But, Dude, I, I honestly like, I did we like, oh, that's a clean looking shoe, but this is like the lines, the branding on it from the collaboration for Mountain Research, it all is just done in just super wearable fashion where I can wear this thing every day of the year. I mean, so for me, the I've seen the tan colored version, but mm-hmm. like the gray one is like the the, the absolute for me. Dude, but, is clean. Yeah, it's it's a, I really, I think it's a really dope shoe. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of my radar as well. I mean, they're just putting out some good stuff. I mean, there's two more from this list on kind of on the watch list for me. I don't really want to uh, necessarily buy them at full price, but one is going to be the Eggplant Penny 3 that comes out supposedly on the 22nd. And I am very interested about this new Sakai. It looks 20 times better than the original, and it's the Sakai Nike Vapor Waffle. Um, I know it's going to be one of those sneakers that's going to be a pain in the butt to even try to get, but I would say if I want to, you know, if I want to put the effort in, I, I think I might on this one because it's, have you seen it? It just looks more futuristic than the last one. The last one just looked like it was a, they put two old shoes together and boom, this is what you got. But this one just looks like, this one looks faster. It doesn't look as like dadish. I don't, you know, it's, it's not look like it's being circulated as a dad shoe. This thing is just. I don't know. I like it way better. Yeah, I mean, I I think the cool thing on this this version 
is I mean, I just like the mesh. I like the mesh. Uh, I, I kind of like the tongue looks kind of normal with the mesh, even though it's, it's still the double tongue. Um, but I just think, I don't know. I think it would be too tall for me, but I still think it looks really dope. Like, and yeah. I think you said it right. Like it looks fast kind of in a way where the previous releases look very dad shoe like nothing against that. It just, yeah. um, and, and like, the red, white, and blue version kind of reminds me of like the old Cortez. So mm-hmm. that that one particularly, I, I I could see. I mean, I'll try to get it for sure. But you know, I'm I'm expecting to just take an L on everything on sneakers at this point. So I, I mean, know. we're all in that boat. I'm just like, whatever. Like you, you guys, I'm not about to fight you. If I'm gonna catch an L, I'll just catch and keep moving. Yeah, everybody that I know that has the first round of the Sakai Nikes uh, waffles. Um, says they're super comfortable too. So um, I'm definitely like curious to see how, how this kind of continues. The one thing I was kind of, I guess I thought was odd is you're releasing a shoe in, you know, October, you know, let's say, let's say it releases in October or potentially like November, right. For these colorways. And it's mostly, like a very wide mesh upper it doesn't seem very logical to release that style when everybody's <laughs> heading into winter now i don't necessarily have to worry about that being in, in california and you don't necessarily have to worry about that as much being in, in houston yeah but it's still weird to me you're right this would be like a you start releasing it like february march when it starts to hit that that spring 2021 catalog yeah yeah that'd be dope but I mean, still dope, still really good looking shoe. Um, I thought I saw two, what else was there that I was going to say before we jump into the Jordans? Oh, obviously, uh, a second round of the Beyonce stuff from Adidas is going to be super dope. There's like a bright green, uh, I don't know if it's green or yellow, but like a ultra boost, um, which I think is super dope. But I think what, I don't know. I mean, so I just feel like the beyond besides the last one, I guess they did that superstar platform, which they actually did something like kind of, um, you know, different. I feel like they haven't really been putting their best foot forward with that. I just think they could be doing a lot more. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the thought, maybe they're trying to appeal to a wide audience, but I just feel like that they could do, um, I don't know. I feel like there's much more to be done to really make it talk more about the artist as opposed to just coloring up some things. I don't know. You, you, you kind of see what I'm kind of drifting out on that, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely think, I think that it seems a little, uh, I don't know what the best way to put it is, but it, it does seem like they're, they're missing a huge opportunity, right? Like it seems like there should be more to it. Uh, that I guess maybe because we're used to like Kanye and Adidas, right. Where it's like, you can't get away from it on the internet. Yeah. And, and with even the first round of Beyonce stuff, I felt like it only went like, you know, 80% effort on like making sure that everybody knew about it. Now, the other part of that, just play devil's advocate. Maybe it's just because, like we're guys and we're not seeing it and they're going that hard for, you know, I don't know, 
a Vogue or, uh, you know, or I don't know what, what other, you know, media outlets they would go for, but like, maybe they're just so after the woman consumer with it that we're just missing it completely. But I also think that's kind of odd that you're not, you know, like saying that just makes me think, well, you would want to capture, you would want to like kind of cross those lines because that's how you're going to create long-term, you know, customers out of those people because uh, you can't possibly expect someone to just to only buy Beyonce collabs if you're Adidas. Yeah. Because eventually that partnership will go away unless it's, you know, unless it turns out to be something as successful as a Pharrell or Kanye or whatever. Yeah. I think I always equate things. I don't really count Kanye so much because he's kind of his own branch, but always, I think my baseline for Adidas collaborations has always been Pharrell because I guess he did start with just coloring the superstars with a million colors that I think sold out immediately, which is crazy. But now he's gone into the NMD, uh, the human race deals. I mean, I feel like he's all a lot of his models are based off other models. They change the DNA in them a little bit to make them a Pharrell shoe. So, you know, you would think that they would take maybe that, that superstar was talking about the platform one was more of a test to see if they can start doing that with, with her, uh, collaboration they can start pushing on a little bit more but i i can understand what they're saying like hey, let's go ahead and get these sales first to get you know see if we can get the taste in people's mouth like hey okay look we got a beyonce colorway let's see if it sells which it did i mean I, I i think it sold well i didn't really pay attention to it in the first round but i'm gonna assume if they went for a second round that it must have done something decent i mean it seemed like they sold pretty well from what i saw i don't i haven't looked at like you know, stock X or goat on it, but yeah. um, it seemed like they were gone pretty quickly in, in most of the sizes that, you know, I would have been paying attention to, yeah. but I, I thought the night jogger that she did on the first round was super, super dope. The yeah. ultra too, like um, in well, general, really I thought, nice. thought it was really d- well done. Yeah. And I think, I think this second round is, it's, it's more, it's less of a risk. Mm-hmm. Colors are, are very much like similar to what we've already seen. You know, they just recently released that funky superstar that had like the platform bottom on it. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like it sold out. And I, I know that like it ended up on, you know, StockX and Goat, but I don't think it was like, you know, I think a couple bucks for retail. Yeah. Like a little bit more than retail. It wasn't like a crazy resellings thing, but mm-hmm. um, I guess last, last but not least before we get out of, uh, or before we get into the Jordan stuff, I think the, um, the artillery high that I mentioned um, before the colorway, the two colorways that I saw, I don't know which one is a kid Cuddy collab, but apparently there's a kid Cuddy collab. I uh, heard that. I didn't know that was the shoe. I just know that he was, he mentioned something he's going to be working with Adidas for a, uh, a, a collaboration. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's super, super dope that he's, um, you know, move, I don't know. I think Kid Cudi is one of those people that's big into this whole thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, his story of, you know, coming up in New York, like living in New York and working at the the Babe store and meeting Babe Kanye store, yeah. and all that stuff. Right. Like we've heard that and you've seen him in movies and you've seen him do all these things, but like, you know, he's really a, like passionate about fashion and sneakers and all that stuff. Um, but I think that's one of those things that, um, 
it's just really cool to see people like that that have been uh, into this stuff for a long time get the opportunity to do that. And I think the other thing, too, about that particular shoe, um, if you, I, I don't know if you remember, um, I think his name is Steven, Sneaker Details on YouTube. Mm-mm, I don't think I do. We, he'd sent us some stuff on Twitter a long while back about, you know, where he did a review of a, of an Adidas shoe. Oh, Crufts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I, I, that's, a, he, he, I think he took that video down, but like that shoe was the shoe, you know, he got an original pair. Yeah. Get the white gloves and everything just to, and the white gloves. Yeah. I wish it was still up there, but, um, he's one of those people that's really, really passionate about sneakers. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of to go back to the beginning of the episode. It's one of those things when you see somebody that's like has these great stories and this great knowledge about like a particular era or a particular style, or maybe even just like a, you know, a hint, you know, uh, a, a vibe that kind of, you just, you don't see normally in this, like sounds bad, but like this Americanized, you know, Twitter world of sneakers that we live in right now. Right. Yeah. Because once you step back and look at the big picture, there's a lot of things that people are passionate about. And I think th- this is the kind of thing that happens when you get people like Steven, but then that leads to somebody like Kid Cudi, like being passionate about that shoe. He probably has a great story about it. And like, that's why he wanted to work on that shoe and do his own colorway. And then you see it, see it come to fruition through that partnership with a brand. And you're like, damn, this kind of stuff is really dope to see when you just like step back and look at it and think, man, you know, like I hope a lot of people get that opportunity to work with you know, people or brands or products that they really appreciate or admire or mm-hmm. love and get to share that with people. Cause that's what gets me excited about getting more involved and, and doing more things with more people. Oh yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean, when people always say, man, you just look so excited in your videos. Cause I legit like legit am. And especially like I've been lucky to be able to do like all these like question reviews, thanks to the, the people at Reebok, like, I mean, that's like questions like we talk about. I mean, I I can't catch Nick's collection, but question was the first shoe I like as I got older and, you know, my parents like, oh, your feet are growing a bit too fast. We're not going to spend X amount of dollars on shoes. Like I wasn't getting Jordans and stuff, but I remember my first like my first year of high school, I talked along and gave me a pair of, of questions. And that's been one of my favorite shoes since. So just like I said, it's one of those connections you have. And the, the fact that I'm literally been able to just get like, like be gifted these pairs and be able to talk about them and, you know, give you guys reviews. Like it's, it's super awesome. I mean, I don't care what anybody like says, if I, I'll do every review and every question that comes my way because I love the shoe. And it's about the, I feel like the storytelling, like you say, Nick is like, you have a true passion for it. And does it make sense? And that's what that's the people you want to talk to. That's why I mean, us, uh, me, you and Robbie get along so well, because we have a true passion for it. all of like, the people in the discord get along with them so well, other people in the space because we have a true passion. They all may be different, but it's like, Oh, I really like this for this reason. Yeah, most definitely, man. So, uh, let's wrap up with, with the Jordan releases for October. So, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to step out of order on what we're looking at, but, um, the Jordan 35 obviously dropping this month is to me probably the most important release of the month. And yeah, yeah, 
what like now that you've sat on it for a while seen a bunch more colorways i know you were into it from the Mm get-go but what what releases are you looking forward to what colorways do you like from the jordan 35 man the ones i really like um i can't it's the one for the cba player i guess the 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 guy who is sponsored i think he's the only cba player who is sponsored by jordan brand is like that i don't think i think it might be a, a asia exclusive though it's like the one that has that aqua translucent bottom um yeah yeah i forget the name one, of it, but yep. my god that one is so nice um i like the traditional uh black white red colorway that's going to come out um but i hate to be super hype beast guy here but the fragment colorway i think is probably one of the cleanest as well just that black white and that blue it just it looks very nice on that model especially with that that uh well, i guess it's the eclipse plate it done in that really glossy black just yeah man it just sets it off well with that uh, like the i guess i don't know what you call it, like the opening like the vent on the side it just sets it off like really nicely yeah i i, I think that's probably one of my favorites um at least of the first releases that one's supposed to drop on the 28th of October. So yeah. um, be prepared to take your L uh, yeah. on the sneakers. <laughs> I, I believe. Uh, but a couple other Jordan releases that I actually am kind of looking forward to. I really like that um, dark Concord. It's basically all black with the Concord hits. Sacramento Kings. Um, yeah. It's, it's too easy, right? Like I feel like, I feel like I need to not even say that because if you throw black and purple on a shoe or black and orange on a shoe, typically I'm going to be into it uh, unless unless the shoe is just like weird to me. And usually even then I like weird shoes. So mm-hmm. it's just like the curse of being a, a passionate fan. Right. You just you feel like, oh, I've only got 48 other purple and black shoes. Why not add 49? Why not? Yeah. But I like that you guys have a unique color. Like the purple and black is dope. Like you, there's so many things that are just unique that way. Where my team, I just buy Bulls colorway. And like, oh, it's it's the same. Like it's <laughs> not much different. That's kind of true, I guess. Um, I well, I guess speaking of kind of unique colorways, the PSG Jordan Four is uh, pretty unique colorway. I yeah. think that's super dope. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that shoe does, mainly because without Neymar. Does it matter? <laughs> it's gonna sell. I don't honestly. Yeah. I don't think people bought that shoe because of Neymar. I will say because in normal times, back you know when we didn't have to wear masks and we were everybody breathing on each other, uh, the PSG pair sat. I remember going into a. I think I was at visiting my parents and the local foot action there. PSG fives. I remember PSG's one set because they weren't leather. They were that vinyl material, that ripstop, whatever it was. They sat. But because people are in, in go mode and buying everything, these are going to sell out. Like there's just not a chance because I've heard from early reviews that the leather's nice on them. Um, like all throughout, it's just not like the toe box is nice. The whole thing's nice. And that wine Bordeaux color, you can't beat that, man. Yeah, Super it, forward. it is a good one. Um, it actually reminds me, I'm going to wear, Just it just reminded me, I'm going to wear some, I'm going to wear some, some vino colored kicks in the next couple days and i'll throw them on my instagram because this just reminded me of that color and i've got some good ones to wear 
I but, have an uh, idea of what I think I know what they are, but I'm gonna <laughs> wait to see. I'm very, th- yeah, I think I know. Um, I, it's, it also is kind of interesting because, like, with Neymar not not being connected to Nike and Jordan brand, I was actually wondering like how long PSG actually sticks with Nike because. I mean, you, you, that's got to be the main selling point, right? Is that well, your partner? Their second best player. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always weird with the with the kits. Like if they're going to stick with a brand as as their superstars, either you know change teams, move teams, or change brands. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that could put some tension between you know the 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 brand and the team. But who knows? Yeah, we'll um, see. <laughs> I guess, you know, obviously we got to talk about the union stuff, restocking. Uh, I mean, I, this, I like is for the, the bots. this was for the bots. Yeah, seriously, just just for the, the bots on sneakers, right? Like the Jordan 4, the Off Noir is, is, is re-releasing uh, on the 16th, the Zoom 92 in the Guava Ice, and mm-hmm. then uh, what's that last one? Delta. Delta. So just side tangent, if you have not owned a pair of the Delta – uh sps you're doing yourself a disservice the jordan delta sp is one of the most comfortable sneakers i've ever worn like we went somewhere and i wore this shoe for literally like 12 hours straight and that whatever composite react they put in that thing and the combination with the whatever the upper is dude and you, you no one ever really says about jordan lifestyle shoes but i will tell you i will vouch for that one as probably my favorite jordan of the year so I would uh, I would also say to try a Jordan lifestyle react model. The mm-hmm. um, like I really like the react the react havoc. Um, it's kind of like a runner. I know and, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not quite it's not quite as comfortable like around the ankle for me compared to the was it the proto react i think is the one that has like the real like kind of loose upper and i mean that shoe is stupidly comfortable like yeah it's so comfortable and i don't think that i don't think that nike like maybe it's just the way that they put it together with the like kind of like super i don't know like it's not loose fitting, but it's almost like you don't even feel the upper because yeah. it's so light. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you take away one thing from this episode, try a Jordan React lifestyle shoe because they're all really, really good. And the prices of them, especially if you find one of those older models like the Proto React, uh, man, it's. I mean, you probably you could probably pick them up for like forty or fifty bucks on eBay, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're correct, man. Like, whew, I don't know. I love the the React Jordans. Like, people don't want to do it because it's it's a lifestyle Jordan. They're like, ah, it's not a it's not an original. I'm like, well, you know what? You go ahead and hurt your feet in a Jordan one all day. I'm gonna be be comfortable. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But uh, all right, so. uh Wrapping up, what's what's the one shoe you would pick above all others this month out of what we talked about? Or if there's anything else that we missed? Oh, well, I know one thing we missed. Uh, it's not one I'm picking, but the one thing I we missed is the re-release of the Jordan 3 Soul. 
it was a it was a career exclusive i think a year ago two years ago we got um we're getting it now but it's a women's release this time around so i'm sure it's gonna be in extended sizes where people i guess guys up to what a size 11 are gonna be able to get 11 and a half whatever it may be but yeah that's uh one we missed i think that's gonna be a uh, hot topic around uh, i guess oh god it comes up to 12 so next week yeah um I was not that big of a fan of that colorway, but I think if I saw it in person in my size, I'd probably end up getting them. International flight was better because it had the the cream off white color instead of just the the like basic white. So I like the international uh, flight a little bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, it's probably man, it's probably those Kid Cudi artillery highs. I. I the thing is, I know I'm not going to wear that shoe as much because it's a, it's not as easy to just throw on like a, a lower cut shoe, but I just love that like era of eighties basketball shoes. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Man. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised you didn't say the air raid. I've been waiting for you to say the air raid this whole time. I'm like he's not going to say it. I mean, I, I didn't see like an actual release date. Is that, is the air raid this month? I, I mean, I saw the, the, I saw the silk, the, the black and silver. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one oh. I've seen so far. Okay. So I, yeah, the urban jungle one is the one that I want. If that releases in October, y'all know that's the top of my list. <laughs> the, the air max ones right there next to it. Um, I don't need the air force ones, but those two are definitely must haves for me. I, I was, I think that I just kind of pushed that out to the next month. Cause I didn't see a hard release date on it. And I saw that the I saw that some people had had picked up the black and silver, black and gray, whatever. Um, and although I love a new pair, I have an old pair, so no point really to just have extras. Um, I'm trying to uh, trying to pretend to be like a better sneaker person. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but basically, basically, I don't have room for more sneakers. So. Well, if anyone can get their hands on that Instapunk Fury, the one I keep butchering the name, let me know. That's the one on my list um, that I really like. You, you, sometimes the shoe just speaks to you, and that one's just like, Mike, buy me. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> I will. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let us know what you're picking up this month. Uh, definitely, if you've got a chance to, uh, I should say, and definitely, if you're interested, join us on Patreon and get access to our Discord group. Uh, we're in there constantly chopping it up with everybody. And it's it's really been a blast to have everybody, you know, interacting and sharing things that I think uh, it's nice to not have to be uh, controlled by an algorithm, if you will. So right. you get to see what everybody's talking about and go back and find it if you miss out. And you can't really do that with, you know, Instagrams. So. Uh, my name is Nick Ingvall. Follow me on all the platforms at Nick Ingvall. More importantly, follow Sneaker History. Uh, the YouTube video will be up by the time this is up. So check us out on YouTube. We'll start. I'll, I'll, I'll be putting some more videos up um, in the coming weeks. And uh, that's it for me. Mike, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, man. Uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. Of course, you find me at Sneaker History. And YouTube, where you guys have literally just blown my mind last week. So find me at Mike Guillory on YouTube and 
just thanks for the support there. Right on. We appreciate all of you rocking with us this week, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. See you. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as five bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.